Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's no unique cleaning situation in this world. I've had three separate re- requests from people who have melted a pound of butter into their car seat. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on ACAST. I'm Jolie Kerr, a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My weekly cleaning advice column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on Esquire.com, and you should send your questions about cleaning or anything else, really, to JolieCare at gmail.com. With me is my partner in grime, Dave Lozo. Hey, Dave. Hi. How are you? It's great to be back. It is great to be back. Um, On today's show, we are going to tackle the very vexing subject of your rank smelling gym clothes. Mine or everyone's? Not yours personally. General rank smelling. Mine are bad. They probably are. They probably are. Mine get a little stanky. I'm not going to lie. Before we get into that, though, uh, we should catch up a little bit. Okay, well, all right. Well, it started in May. Um, <laughs> I fell in love. Then in June, I fell out of love. And then in July, I saw The Force Awakens. And then August, uh, a lot of sweating into the workout clothes. And now September, here we are. Finally, here we are in the studio. There's another big uh, big change, Dave. Oh, I'm, I'm pregnant. You. You uh, are the change. I, You're not I, pregnant, Dave. I, what? Um, why, why can't I get into my personal life on the show with you ever? <laughs> no, you can. You can. Business sure. is fine. No, go about the business. Fine. Okay. So here's here's the business that we've got to discuss. Um, my love child. Dave, Dave is basically the business. Many of you will remember Dave from previous episodes uh, when he joined me as a guest. You were always an excellent guest. Oh, stop it. Uh, and he, you, were, you were so good. I was. Yeah, you are. You are. You are. You're a great guest. So Dave was so good that I asked him to join me um, as my permanent co-host. So the format will change a little bit because I have a permanent co-host, which means I won't have a rotating cast of guests each week. Suck it, guests. Yeah. We probably will occasionally have guests come in just just for funsies. Um, And uh, yeah, I think that's like the big change. It's also going to let me uh, be a little more flexible with the show because I can decide what topics I want to take on and not worry about whether my guest is interested in them. I don't care right. if you're interested or not, But Dave. I am. I'm in, in every aspect of every possible cleaning situation. I'm also an expert, so it's great to have me on, I think, right? Dave is not a cleaning expert. What? He likes to think he is, but he is not. Anyway, Dave, mm. do you want to introduce yourself? I mean, you, are, you already have done a bang-up job of introducing yourself. Right. All right. So let's see. Fell in love, fell out of love, Force Awakens, sweating here, and then, I don't know. Pregnant, knocked up. Pregnant. Yep. Uh, you know, twins. Really excited. Boy and a girl? Yep. Okay. Amber and Kevin. Not Jolie? <sighs> Look, the kids aren't yours. Get over it. <laughs> That's not the case here. Yeah, I, I feel like I don't have any real cleaning c- credentials. Like, you know how, like, on a TV show... I know you don't. <laughs> right. No, but, like, the people don't know. They're like, this is a podcast about clean people, and this guy, oh, this guy must know. Like, I must be, like, that guy on the show who also... No. No, no you're not. not. You're you're my everyman. Right. You're, you're You're the person who doesn't know. You're going like, to keep me honest. Right. Like, when you watch a movie, there's always, like, the Will Ferrell character who's really stupid and does stupid things for the purposes of driving the story forward. Is that you? That's going to be me. Okay, I'm, I'm going to be the guy that's, like... I have ketchup all over my underwear. How do I get this out? And you're going to be the person that says, well, hold on. I know how to do that. That's that's what I'm here for, to be the dumb everyman. 
I'm gonna be a broken I'm, woman by I'm the end Kevin of the show. I'm the, I'm the Kevin. I'm the Kevin James of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm not All funny. Right. Would you Would you like to Would you like to tell the listeners about um, mm-hmm. your your other podcast? Would you like to promote any of the written work that you do? Yeah, I feel like there's not gonna be a whole heck of a lot of crossover between a hockey podcast and a podcast about how to get sweat out of your out your, of your hockey pads. Out of your. I mean, that's one time. I mean, we're gonna you, have to go wanna, back to it. Right. If you want to If you want to listen to Puck Soup. It's a great podcast. It's about hockey and all kinds of other stuff. But there he goes. I think you're going to enjoy that. It's a nerdist podcast, so yeah. you know it's you know it's you know it's top flight. They really do a good job over there. Um, just go to my Twitter and you'll see links to stuff and like every. I write for like a million different websites. Yeah. If I sat here and listed them all, this would be a three and a half hour podcast. Yeah, and fair enough. Nobody would come back for the second episode. Okay, fair enough. We're not going to do that. All right. Good, great, great intro, Dave. Way to sell yourself. Thank you. Way I'm, to sell yourself. I'm very you. mediocre. To come, the come follow me on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, why don't you tell the people what your Twitter handle is? Oh, uh, it's my name, Dave Lozo, which is D-A-V-E-L-O-Z-O. No underscores, all lowercase. I'm, I'm not a big fan of upper lower, so I'm going to just go all lowercase. Yeah, we have the same um, Twitter handle style. Right. Yeah. And Which is crazy for you because like, I feel like your name is more co- Dave Lowen's name, Dave Lozo. I can get any sort of Twitter handle or any sort of name I want. No one's got that name. I feel like you have a very sort of common name where you might have to settle for the underscore. And that's just that, that's Twitter hell. When you I don't the think underscore. there are other Jolie Cares out there. Oh, sure there are. But if there were, thank <laughs> you for the seg into this one, I would go by Chloe Care. I have become obsessed with Chloe Care. Let me tell you who Chloe Care is. Chloe Care is my name when I go to the juice bar down the street. <laughs> because for some reason they can't get Jolie, but they can get Chloe. Hmm. So every time I go in there and they're like, what's your name? I'm like, Chloe. They're like, okay. And then I wait for my juice and they're like, Chloe? And I'm like, yeah, hi, I'm Chloe. And now I've become obsessed with Chloe Care. So I'm trying to figure out if like Chloe Care can be some kind of alter ego for me. Like maybe it's maybe she's like my evil twin. Chloe Kardashian's too popular. Everyone's going to think it's a Chloe Kardashian thing when you say Chloe Care. Uh, Chloe Care is spelled with a C. Either way, yeah. When you hear it, but it's not. We can work on that though. I feel like I feel like that. I figure why not? Why spoil the brand that you've built already under your own name? No, no, I'm not going to get rid of Jolie Care. Uh, You you can't confuse people. I'm already confused. But but I'm just saying, (laughs) just leave Chloe Care be. All right, I'm obsessed with Chloe Care. Uh, You know what else I'm obsessed with? Um, tell me. Laundry. No kidding. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, you know what I'm even more obsessed with in the subcategory of laundry? Um, athleisure. Yes. Wow. What a, <laughs> guess. <laughs> what a guess. So over the summer, you guys, I have to tell you, we, um, Dave and I recorded a pilot of this very episode. And um, when I used the term athleisure, he thought I was making it up on the fly. He thought that was like a jolly term. I was like, no, I'm not that clever to come up with a term like athleisure. Yeah, that was a weird day. That was a, that was a very weird day. Some someday we will tell the story yeah. about that and talk about compression pants. Um, but today is probably probably not that day because we have a, we have a lot to uh, a lot to cover. And what we're going to cover today is specifically the the laundering of smelly gym gear. Um, and some of the best practices you can use to ensure that your clean gym gear comes out smelling clean. I'm going to talk a little bit about why sometimes gym gear comes out of the wash not smelling clean, even though you know that you use detergent and put it in a washing machine. Um, over the summer, there was a Wall Street Journal article that attempted to unravel the reasons why yoga pants and other um, Gym gear that has stretch in it or that is made of synthetic fibers 
uh, stink to high heaven. And it is true that they do. Uh, the thing about the Wall Street Journal article was, first of all, I heard about it from a thousand people. Like, first of all, the people think that I don't read the Wall Street Journal and wouldn't immediately click on the article about laundry because, of course, they would. So people were sending me this article and tweeting this article, and they were just really, like, all hepped up about it. And the, the other thing that was so funny about it, it was that the article itself, with apologies to the Wall Street Journal, it was a total wreck of an article. Horrible publication, <laughs> that Wall Street Journal. It's like, it was just... It's a fly-by-night operation. It, it had, the reason it was terrible, and obviously I'm coming from a place of bias in saying this, and because genius. I have and a... And genius, though, really. I, I have a distinct POV when right. it comes to talking about laundry, was that the article itself had no useful information in it. It was a collection of quotes from detergent makers and washing machine fan manufacturers just insulting each other and pointing the finger at, like, no, it's your fault my yoga pants smell. No, it's your fault my yoga pants smell. So, anyway, everyone is to blame is the answer. Wow. Um, but I have... Because I guess I'm better than the Wall Street Journal. Obviously. I actually, I actually have some practical tips that you can <laughs> that you can use to ensure that your yoga pants or your compression pants or your basketball shorts or whatever it is that you're wearing to the gym, uh, this is not a gendered thing. Uh, whatever it is that you're wearing to the gym comes out of the wash, not smelling like you were sweating in it. What if I wear jean shorts to the gym and like to work out like that? that no kind of... joke. There are people at my gym who do. Okay. Just want to make sure. Yeah. I wanna, so I, I mean, the, included in this. the same, um, the same advice would apply. The thing is about actually jean shorts is that denim is not synthetic. It's not a synthetic fiber. So denim is not going to present the same odor retention problems. So you're saying you should work out in jean shorts. That is exactly what I'm saying, Dave. The all George gym. That's that's that would be something. Actually, that let's open that. <laughs> the all George gym. I'm into this. Um, the clothing not, pair all George gym. I'm a little surprised, however, that you didn't ask about cargo shorts. Well, you don't work out in cargo shorts. Cargo shorts is what you wear when you want to look elegant <laughs> and classy. Dave, Dave is a, a cargo short aficionado, and um, in, a, in a move of solidarity with him, I have worn my cargo shorts today for this recording. So we're both, we're both styling in our cargo shorts. We've got our cargo. What did you call He insulted my cargo shorts, though. What did you call them? Carry-ons? Well, well like, they're, like my cargo shorts are cargo shorts. Like You can put some cargo in there. Those cargo shorts are just the pockets aren't very big. They're tiny pockets. So they're, it's, they're lady they're more cargo like, shorts. Ladies have cargo. Ladies have more cargo than men, I would say. So therefore, oh I think boy. I think you need more more space in the cargo shorts for the stuff that you would carry around as opposed to me. Well, I have a purse. Right. I don't need more, more. I don't need more space in my cargo shorts. I have a purse. If you got rid of the purse and just got gigantic, huge MC Hammer cargo shorts, that could be the new look for women. We may have just discovered something else here: the all George gym and cargo shorts for women that go all the way down to like the shins. So actually, no. Well, okay, I'm going to say a nice thing about the Wall Street Journal article. So here's a nice thing I'm going to say about it. It did do one important thing. It captured the perfect storm that is happening right now in, in laundry land. And the perfect storm is this. We've got a perfect storm of new, newer fabrics um, or a rise in popularity of synthetic fabrics. Um, newer washers that have a, a larger load capacity size, yeah. which has made dosing of detergent much, much trickier for people. Mm. Um, and an old set of laundry practices that most of us still sort of abide by uh, that when you combine all those three things are creating a laundry nightmare. Mm. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you how to turn your laundry into a dream. 
Um, before, <laughs> <laughs> before I do that, Dave, I'm going to have you read our first question from reader, listener, Greg. Human being. Human being, Greg. Greg. He says, I wear cotton t-shirts and techie t-shirts. Wait, what's a techie t-shirt again? We've gone over this like 45 times. <laughs> we have, but that's okay. That's it's like a, the synthetic. It's a funny, it's a, a funny term. Yeah. It's, it's he means like sweat wicking type. Right, right, right. Shirts, yeah. From Mikey and Adidas to the gym, and they both are smelling terribly bad after my sessions. I tried to wash them with baking soda, water at 40 degrees, but it didn't work. I was wondering if washing the t-shirts in warmer water would help. Also, do you wash the techie t-shirts and the cotton ones the same way? Thanks in advance for your advice. Kind regards. That's a nice sign-off. It is a nice. Kind regards. Not like sincerely. That's kind of standard. Kind regards, Greg. Help Greg out. I'm going to help Greg out. Because I would just tell Greg to throw out his clothes and buy buy new ones. That's usually my solution once you get to a certain point. It's, you know, I'm also a millionaire. so. <laughs> the thing is, is that there, there is a lifespan of clothes. There is. Right, like 42 years. No, it's actually 30 washes. Wait, oh, 30 washes? Yeah, which I actually think is ridiculous. I don't, I don't buy into that lifespan of clothes. I think that's too, way too short. So yeah, at a certain point, clothes are just done for. That's especially true of underwear and gym clothes. Like things that you really are... <laughs> like working out pretty good. Using... Yeah. In a, in a more aggressive way, you're using your underwear more aggressively than the rest of your clothes. Um, I really use my underwear aggressively. Let's just, <laughs> let's just be honest. I know. I know. I personally am extremely aggressive with my underwear. Mm-hmm. Water temperature at 40 degrees is Celsius. Uh, 40 degrees Fahrenheit would be very, very cold water. Um, just to do the, the math for you, cold water in a wash washing machine is uh, 80 degrees Fahrenheit. Warm is 90 degrees Fahrenheit, and hot is 130 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, 40 degrees Celsius is about 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So um, when Greg says he's washing them in 40 degree Celsius water, he's doing basically a warm water wash. Um, He asked if he should wash them in hotter water. No, he should not. He also asked if the way that you wash uh, the synthetic shirts versus cottons are different Yes and no. If you need to do a mixed load, that's fine. Um, if you're doing a mixed load with synthetic fabrics, follow the synthetic fabric instructions. If you're only doing natural fibers, that's cotton, basically. Then you can, you can use hotter water and so on and so forth. So with those details out of the way, let's sort of back up a little bit and let's talk about the, the best practices for washing your gym gear. This is true not just of gym gear. This is true also for any kind of synthetic fabrics. Um, so the first thing you want to do is you want to use cold water. Cold water is going to be better for those fibers. Um, it's going to help to preserve the elasticity in those fibers, which is very important. Uh, you may want to use a sports detergent. I use sports detergents, and I really like them. What's a sports detergent? Like, is it like an NFL brand sponsored, like an, like an NHL? No, like, it's wh- like not. Which sports are they Although like? some some detergent companies do have relationships with right. the leagues. The official detergent of the NFL. Tide is... Tide is, is the is it? yeah. Tide is the official detergent of the NFL. They have a little Twitter account, it's like at Tide at NFL or something like that. Yeah, it's cute. They oh, do commercials like NFL and stuff. players have grass on their jerseys. Yeah, it's just like oh, it's so cute. Um, God, brands. So, the, what is sports detergent? Is a very very good question. Tide Thank makes you. one. Mm-hmm. 
So sports detergents, as you probably can guess, are designed to address odor issues even more so than stain issues. So it used to be that we thought of laundry primarily as a stain removal proposition. And nowadays, because we have this like rise in synthetic fabrics, it's actually becoming much more of an odor removal proposition. Very interesting. That makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. Um, so when I was talking about the, the perfect storm of the new fabrics and new washers and old practices, the old practices, that's what I mean. I mean that the old practice used to be that we focused on stain removal. That was the old use hot water for whites and cold water for darks. That was meant to preserve the dye in darks, and it was meant to use the extra power that hot water can provide in laundering situations to remove stains from whites mm. and lights. Simpler times back then. Simpler times. <sighs> detergents have changed significantly. So now detergents that used to work better in hot water can be used equally as well in cold water. So water, water temperature is much less of an issue in terms of getting a good, clean load of laundry out. So now we focus a lot more on odors. So sports detergents are designed to eliminate odors more than regular detergents do. Um, as I said, Tide makes one. Um, they come in the, um, little packs, those little packs that you throw in. And they also offer two additional products in the line that you can use along with the sports detergent. One is a laundry booster that is designed specifically to eliminate odor. So it gives you sort of like an extra level of odor elimination in the wash. Then they have a third product called Fresh Protect Beads. They're scent beads. And what they do is they take the place of fabric softener. I'm going to talk about why we want something to take the place of fabric softener with our gym clothes in a second. They take the place of fabric softener. They impart a lovely odor. They also have a property in them that eliminates odors as you're wearing them. It's it's heat activated. So as you're sweating in your gym clothes, that uh, odor eliminating property is going to be reactivated and it's going to continue to neutralize odors as you're making them in your clothes. So it's also going to leave gym clothes smelling fresher longer. So if you're a person who, like me, does weightlifting a few times a week and cardio a few times a week, I don't sweat like a pig when I'm doing (laughs) weightlifting. I mean, I glisten. You glisten during that I glisten. But yeah, I don't sweat like a pig. So I actually like to get a second use out of whatever gym clothes I'm wearing when I'm weightlifting, um, the less you wash it, the less they wear out, all that kind of stuff. Um, So the next day when I go to put them on, or two days later, if I let them air out for an extra day, when I go to put them on, they don't smell like I was working out, and then they actually still smell like my laundry detergent because I use that whole system. So the benefits are it smells better, and you can extend the life of the clothes by Mm -hmm. not participating in the 30 wash you're not you're not putting wash 17 on for exactly. a longer time ding 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 wow. exactly see i'm the everyman yeah slowly That's but right. surely picking That's up right. on things the, uh, there are other sports detergents out on the market there are actually quite a lot of them i think the last time i amazoned it there were like 422 different brands oh it would been cool if um, it was 420 yeah i know i was a little bummed about that one dang um so um but two i've used that i can also recommend to people there's a brand called sports suds that is quite good. It's easy to say. What I like about sports suds, yeah, it's not. I'm a little lispy. <laughs> it sounds like a bar, sports suds. Sport, it's not, actually, okay, so our second business. Oh, yeah. We can have, we can have like a, yes. a tavern attached to oh my God, the George yes. Gym. Yes. Called sports suds. And like, it'll be sports bar. This is going to be perfect. Right. Wait, I'm so excited about this. Let's forget the podcast. God, we're going to be billionaires. We are. 
Um, so sports suds is great. One of the things I really like about sports suds is that it's totally unscented. So a lot of people are sensitive to scents. That is a great option for people who want truly an unscented laundry detergent. It makes sense, even yeah. though it doesn't make sense. <laughs> Thank you. Grown. Thank you so much. Oh, my God. I'll be here all week. Um, okay. And then the last one that I personally have tried that I can recommend is a brand called Hex. H-E-X. Hex. Mm. That was started by uh, Jonah Hex, the famous um, Western uh, murderer that was played by uh, Josh Brolin in the movie Jonah Hex. You know, we all know that. Go ahead. Keep going. No. Oh, he no? actually was no? not the one who founded the sports detergent company. What? <laughs> it was founded by a guy who plays lacrosse. Yeah. Oh. He was like, my gear, my gear smells terrible. Where do you go? Duke or John, Johns Hopkins? Mm, I think. Right. One of those two. Yeah. It had to be one of those two. <laughs> I think actually it might have been Maryland. Oh. Yeah, which was the third. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I'll check on that. Anyway, <laughs> he's, he's a real nice guy. Um, and I and they sent me samples of that and I've used that. So all three of those are great. So I would say if you're having a problem with your uh your your gym gear stinking, invest in one of those. You can also use a booster. So I talked about those Tide Packs that having the the little booster, the little odor neutralizing booster. There are other laundry boosters that you can use with regular laundry detergent to eliminate odors. Uh, a few of those that I like, white vinegar is a great one, but a half a cup in the rinse cycle. You know, I love that white vinegar. Okay, people are going to get to know how much you love white vinegar with us doing this. They, they already do. They jo- already do, my Julie, I'm, I'm, I'm dying. I have a terminal disease. Well, if you put a little white vinegar, little on, white it, vinegar on it, you might be doing a little better. Um, I drink vinegar. I do. It's good for you. It's good for the gut. See? See? Um, she drinks white vinegar. Yeah. Borax is another great one. I uh, love borax. Borax is great also because it's very gentle. Um, and then baking soda. So our friend Greg mentioned baking soda. I want to I wanna level with you about baking soda. I don't think baking soda works as well as everyone likes to think it does. What? My, re- my refrigerator smells great. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> uh, all right. I got, I, got, I got three more. I got three more for bring you. Bring them. Bring them. Um, do not use fabric softener. Do not use fabric softener i won't fight you on no that liquid fabric softener no dryer sheets i'm going to tell you from personal experience that a few months ago i got a shipment of method home dryer sheets along with a whole bunch of other method products thank you method they were lovely i'm still using them i was so excited because the dryer sheets smelled really good that i started using them in my dryer when i was drying my clothes which included my gym gear and wouldn't you know it Within two weeks, that old crotchy smell was coming back. Ah. Fabric. Don't you love hearing someone talk about their old crotchy smell? Listen. What about mine? Mine's not great. Mine's. You can talk about your crotch smell if you want. I'm going to talk about mine. Mm, I want. I want the people to remember that I'm. I'm one of them, (laughs) right? I mean, I. These are real problems. I'm not perfect. The old crotchy smell. Here's why. Because because early on when I started asking a clean person, someone was like, if you're such a clean person, then why do you even need to know so much about cleaning? You just wouldn't have to clean it up. Wait, was the guy from The Simpsons? The dumbest. It was just so dumb. Some people say such dumb things to me. Um, Anyway, so I always try to make it a point of telling people that I'm totally gross too. Don't worry about it. So anyway, I realized that the problem was that I've been using the dryer sheets with my yoga pants and I promptly stopped doing that and they're fine now and they don't smell crotchy and I'm a happy girl again. So don't use fabric softener. No fabric softener. Um, The other thing, speaking of the dryer, dry the clothes on low heat. Not high heat, not medium heat, low heat or air dry. 
air drying is ideal. But I, I know, I know, I know a lot, a lot of people aren't going to do it. I'm I'm not, here's the thing. I can't, I can't really air dry because I'm at a laundromat. So just be like toting home a right. lot of drippy clothes and I don't want to do that. Or you could like but set low up a heat. clothesline across the laundromat and like just like act like you live there and they, have stuff there. They would love that. The crazy, the crazy that. lady with the old crotch smell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hanging, her, hanging her clothes in the laundromat again. Oh, crotchy's here again. Just leave her be. <laughs> um, so, but really, low heat will make a huge difference. Um, basically, what's going to happen is if you if you put clothes that, that are retaining a little bit of an odor into a hot hot dryer, the heat is going to like cook the smells, mm. and we don't want that. So, low heat. That's going to be a good thing to do. One last thing. Now, I will tell you, I'm, I'm hot on the trail of, of cracking this, this nut. Uh, I have had a real mystery that I can't quite solve, which is what to do about your, your clothes in between the wearing of them and the washing of them. Like when you come home and you're really super, super sweaty, your clothes yeah. are really drippy, drying them out, like hanging them, throw them over the shower curtain rod, throw them over the shower door if you've got one of those drape them on the side of the hamper or whatever, throwing them in the hamper or on your floor, because I live in the real world with the rest of you, and I know some of you are doing that, throwing sweaty, wet clothes in a heap is going to make them smell a lot worse, and it's going to make getting the smells out even harder on you. Um, I have a few new little tricks that I've been honing. I'm going to save those for another episode because this is like Ooh, this teaser. is a big this is a big meaty topic. We right. have a lot to say about stank right. gym clothes. We don't want the first episode to be two and a half hours, so we got to No, we yeah, don't. For sure. We don't. Um, on that up. note actually, this is a great time for us to take a little break. Oh, thank God. I'm exhausted. <laughs> <sighs> uh, Dave and I will be right back to answer some more of your questions about laundering your gym gear. This is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. I know. I as the, as that word was coming out, I was like, "Oh man, I'm in for it. I'm in for it." I'm 12. Um, all right. 
So we, yeah, I mean, I kind of am too. That's fair. Um, all right. So we have been talking all about washing workout clothes. Um, I went through sort of our, our best practices. Don't use fabric softener, cold water, low heat dry, all that good stuff. Use a sports detergent. One other thing about these synthetic fibers that go into our athleisure that we love so very much um, is that they don't love to be washed with particularly linty items. Mm-hmm. So if you can avoid it, you should avoid washing um, any anything really with stretch in it, not just um, compression pants <laughs> or, or sports bras or gym shorts or anything like that, but anything really with stretch in it. You want to avoid washing with things like towels, uh, with fleece, blankets, sweatshirts that are very linty, all that kind of stuff. Um, what happens is that that lint sort of detaches itself in the in the washer washer and dryer and attaches itself right onto Your those other stuff. Yeah, yeah those synthetic fibers they they're like magnets for lint um so i say that to, as a lead-in uh to our next question from listener doug doug i'm doug and you're dave and Teens and adults don't mix. That's from the state. I sure you can talk about look, the way you, the look on your face. You don't remember I the had, state. I never watched it actually. Spoiler. No. Okay. Doug. How you doing, Doug? Doug. Doug says hello. My girlfriend has tight. Oh, I look at guy. My girlfriend. One of those guys has to drop his girlfriend. Yeah. Or my girlfriend has tights slash yoga pants that have terrible lint issues. It's impossible to remove. It's like Velcro. Lint brushes in the dryer do not work. Any ideas? Yes, I have ideas. Well, thank God. Otherwise, that would have been a big waste of our time. <laughs> it would have been. Could you imagine? Let's do a whole episode right, where, just... I, where I don't know the answer to any question. How, right? about they, how about they ask me and I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. Ask Jolie. Moving on. <laughs> um, okay. So so the first thing, in order to prevent this, uh, stop stop washing your, your tights, your yoga pants with particularly linty items. So that's going to be the first thing that's going to cut back on it. The corollary to that is it is not a bad idea to think about when you're separating your wash um, to think about separating by fabric type as a way of separating. We usually think about separating by color and that is still fine and good and you want to you want to still consider that as an option. But a lot of times separating by fabric type makes a lot more sense because the water temperature and the type of products that you're going to use and the dryer temperature actually tend to be a little bit more dictated by the fabric type than by the actual color of the garment. So think about that. Now, they already have this problem on their hands, so we've got to find a solution for them. I have a solution. Of course I do. Uh, I wouldn't have picked this question if I didn't. <laughs> I, I also find it funny that Doug's writing on behalf of his girlfriend. Like, his girlfriend seems like it's not a problem. So if it's not a problem for her, why is it a problem for him? Huh? Um, I Here's my guess. My guess is that Doug was probably one of my deadspin readers mm-hmm. and was probably really excited to be like, I have a question that I can ask Jolie. Because, oh. you know, remember, my, my, my readers at deadspin were – like super loyal to me and mm-hmm. they were really into this weird column that I wrote. So it was like a little badge of pride when they had something that they could, could write to me about. So it's, that's what I, that's what I think. It yeah. would be funny if like Doug's girlfriend was an ex lighter and she was like, Jolie, my boyfriend will not shut the hell up about the lint <laughs> on my pants. How do I get rid of him? <laughs> Sincerely, Kelly. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> but no, let's help Doug. Let's help yeah. Doug. Um, okay. So let's help Doug. So basically what Doug and his girlfriend need is they need to get um, a lint remover. Okay, so they tried lint brushes. 
I want them to do something. I want them to get a product that is a, like a step up from a lint brush or those um, those lint rollers. Both of those things are good. They're better used in kind of a pinch than for doing like a big a big depilling type situation. So what I would recommend, I have used both of these products myself. I love them both. Is I would recommend either purchasing an electric lint shaver. Hmm, a shaver. Yes. Um, you can find those at most drugstores. Like they sell them here at the Dwayne Reeds in New York. You can also buy them on Amazon. There's a brand called Knit Picks, K-N-I-T Picks, uh, Knit Picks, um, that clever. makes one. It's $3.99, little battery-operated thing. It's a great investment. I had one. I loved it. Love, love, love. Um, you can also buy them at places like the Container Store. If you just type it into Amazon, a bunch will come up. There are lots. They're easy to find. Um, those are great. The other thing that's great that actually I like even better, um, the reader recommended this to me. I went out and I got one. I loved it so much that I actually got rid of my electric lint shaver, is a product called the Gleaner, G-L-E-E-N-E-R, Gleaner. Um, it is... Basically, a lint razor. They come with three different blades, fine, medium, and heavy duty. So you can pick the blade depending on the fabric type. If you're trying to get lint off of, say, a pair of tights that would snag easily or maybe a cashmere sweater that's very fine, you'd want to use the fine blade. If you're trying to get lint off, say, like a huge fleece blanket, then use the heavy duty one for that. I love this product so much. I'm, I just like cannot... Say so everyone's getting one for Christmas this year. Love or for the holidays. I don't know. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm. I'm. I saw. She does Christmas. not care about Israel people. No, no I. Oh, Dave. Don't, no, <laughs> edit that out. You just. You just. You just admitted it on. No politics on Ashley Cleaverson. No. <laughs> uh huh. Sure. Whatever. Um, okay, happy, so that. Happy so that's Kwanzaa what, from Dave. So that's what I think that Doug should get Kelly for Kwanzaa is the Gleaner. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good for her. Yeah. Um, okay. So we have a little bit more time. We probably have about ten more minutes left in the episode, and I'm very excited. Wow. Because, Me too. Me too. Because we are going to do something that's like a little new for Ask a Clean Person the podcast. When we have time, I'm going to do bonus questions, and the bonus questions are, I hope, always going to be the really weird, like outre, wild, disaster story type questions that I'm mostly putting in the podcast because the questions themselves are so fun. I will give answers, but they'll probably be short answers um, because these are the kinds of things that probably won't happen to most of you. Although I do want to preface this particular question by saying that on my way over to the studio today, I was checking my email on my walk and a question landed in my inbox that was almost exactly the same as this question that I'm about to have Dave read. And when you hear the question, you will understand why this is so unusual. Okay, this is a long one, so this hang, is a long one. hang in there. Hello there. I have a conundrum, and also apparently a college degree, a conundrum. What show off? I was eating... <laughs> I, you know what? That's probably mimicking me because I use cleaning conundrum a lot um, in my... Apparently some people got out of high school, unlike me. Real show off. God, just kidding. I was eating some smoked mackerel <laughs> while wearing my favorite yoga sweatpants, as one does. They're lined, double-layered, if that matters. 
when I upended the container on my lap and mackerel oil went everywhere. All caps, everywhere. First, I wash them normally because I have good luck with my combo of e-cover. Is that the right pronunciation yeah, e of that? Yeah, e-cover, yeah. e-cover <laughs> and OxyClean. I didn't dry them because it looked like they were still stained, so I consulted my boyfriend barfed in my handbag, available on Amazon. Thanks, Dave. For grease stains, I soaked slash scrubbed them in dish soap and then washed them with white vinegar. Boy, this, this, she's, a, she's what a kiss-ass this one. <laughs> Mentioned your book, hitting, White Vinegar. Hitting all the high, high notes. Come right. on, Lydia. The grease seems to be basically gone. You can't see or feel anything, but the smell. Oh, the smell. I cannot wear these pants <laughs> if they're going to smell like this forever. Any thoughts? I love them, and they were expensive, and I will be so mad if I have to throw them away. The mackerel was good, though. That's how she ends it. The mackerel was good, though. At yeah. least she enjoyed the mackerel. Yeah, at least she enjoyed the mackerel. So what? do you know what my first reaction to this question was? I wrote back to her. Throw away the pants. What was the first thing I said? Throw away the pants. No. I mean, I mean, not for nothing. You spill mackerel juice all over something, that's gone. That's out the door. Dave, but, what would my first response be? My first response was, of course, holy mackerel. <laughs> uh, Dave is going to quit the podcast. Oh, uh, leave the bad oh, jokes to I was me. So, I was so excited to be able to do that one. I was so excited. Um, so I actually, I have, I have, the, the answer is not throw the pants away because I know the secret to getting the mackerel smell out of mm-hmm. pants. I do. Before I tell you what the secret is, I am going to read this other question that came in an hour ago. So... This, this woman, right? This Dear woman. Jolie, this woman next to me on the bus smells like mackerel, and I think it's in her pants. <laughs> How can I help her? So N- Nora, Nora writes, I came home tonight after an exhausting afternoon shift. I'm, I'm basically an editor by day and veterinary assistant by night to find my otherwise really adorable dog on the futon with a half-drank bottle of salmon, salmon oil. A small but very stinky part of the mattress so- is soaked with it. So this was like very, very similar, but it was salmon instead mm. of mackerel. So tinned fish, people. Stay away from the tinned <laughs> fish. This will be strictly a seafood cleaning <laughs> podcast like next week. My cat got into the catfish. <laughs> ran it all over the drapes. What do I do? Okay, so here, here's a secret um, for when you have a, an extraordinary odor that will not launder itself out. Um, I actually discovered this because a reader tried it. I suggested it to her. She tried it. She wrote back and she was like, that worked. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. I've, th- I've since recommended it to other people who have ended up with clothes that have, spill- have had gasoline spilled on them. So actually, the gasoline pants, the first person who tried it for me had, had, had gotten gasoline on their pants. Gasoline pants is also a business idea we should look into. Yeah, at we'll figure that one out. Um, then the second person, I wrote a, I wrote a column um, when I was still writing for Jezebel about the gasoline pants because the second question was also about, ga- about gasoline pants. Um, then there was the tinned mackerel. Mm-hmm. I wrote back to Lydia and I told her what to do and it, it fixed it. So here is what it is. I can hardly believe this works. But Dr. Bronner's peppermint... Castile soap. That is the trick. 
that is the thing that took the gasoline smell out of pants. It took the mackerel smell out of pants. So when you have something that has just taken on like a crazy, crazy strong odor. What's it called again? Say it again. I want to hear it again. Dr. Dr. Bronner's. Dr. Bronner's peppermint. Peppermint Castile soap. It's actually Dr. Bronner's peppermint pure Castile liquid soap. It sounds like the thing somebody would like go town to town selling in like the 1850s. Like the a guy little bit. Wear like a like a striped suit and be like, step right up and get your get your clothes clean with the peppermint magic. And yeah. Like, but really, it was like a it's a snake hoax. oil. Yeah, like it's it was mackerel oil. Right, it's mackerel oil. <laughs> snake oil actually cancels out mackerel oil. Um. So here's the thing about. Do you, have you never heard of Dr. Bronner's? Uh, I didn't go to medical school, so no. I oh, like I'm I I'm, I'm just I'm so surprised because I've known about Dr. Bronner's. Um, for, oh God, I mean, I'm just since I was a teenager, because when I was in high school, they sent us off instead of the first two weeks of freshman year, they sent us to the woods, literally. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I will tell you all about bivouac one of these days. Um, but one of the things about, um, about these two weeks that I spent living in the woods, what, <laughs> <laughs> yes, really chopped woods and shit in a hole. The yes, doctor, I sh- the Dr. Bronner's yes, witch sure project. Um, we, 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 we had to bathe in a lake. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm this way for a reason, you guys, like, you know. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Good. Um, and, and Dr. Bronner's is completely biodegradable. So it's mm. safe to use when you're bathing in a lake because it won't pollute. I mean, you will pollute the lake, but the Dr. Bronner's won't. So we had the Dr. Bronner's and Dr. Bronner's is this weird product that can be used for like a thousand different things. Like you can use it for a toothpaste. You can use it as shampoo. You can use it as laundry detergent. You can use it as like a fertilizer, I think. Like there, it's, it's, Birth it's control? Cra- crazy. Like how, how, how far down the rabbit hole po- are we going to go? Po- possibly. 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 Um, Give it a so try, So I'm now realizing we should definitely devote an episode to Dr. Bronner's. Um, I'm, re- I'm have a real fondness for it because of that those two weeks in the woods um i I can't explain why but i do um so we should definitely talk about dr bronner's at length um on another episode but yeah there you go dr bronner's is the is the secret weapon when you've spilled tinned mackerel on your pants there you go Uh, (laughs) and on and on that high note that'll do it for this episode of ask a clean person the podcast if you like what you heard today, and we certainly hope that you did, please consider subscribing on Acast or iTunes, leaving a rating, and telling your pals about our weird little cleaning show that you love so very much. And of course, thank you to you, our listeners, for joining us for another episode of Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 